Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Dabble and Dribbling. Before we begin, we want to make sure that you are following us on all of your social media, all of our social media platforms, which is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure you check us out, follow us, comment, you know, all those wonderful things. And we hope that you're subscribed to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are literally everywhere now. Spotify, Mm -hmm. Google Play, Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Stitcher, SoundCloud, we're everywhere. Turn around. There we are. We're there. We're there. Look we're out. Like, we're like pretty legit now. Look out, world. I'm into it. Um, so yeah, so make sure you follow us. We'd love to have you um, be part of our tribe. Um, we had a pretty like short and sweet cast where we did a heavy talking in the beginning about like anxiety and mental health, mm-hmm. like our, mm-hmm. our stuff, which was like really great and therapeutic, actually. We gave you our medical track record. actually i did my whole sheet yeah i literally was like so here are all my diseases yep. it's a thing um it's a google heavy episode you're gonna want to google a lot of things at the start <laughs> actually really what we talk a little say? bit of politics gave our respects to uh the late elijah cummings we definitely talk about some popeye's chicken and yeah. just wanting y'all to be safe out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, we can't have a cast without talking about LeBron. So we talked about LeBron's new adventures. Mm-hmm. And that drove us right into our dribbling section. What did we talk about there? We just talked about the new standings, the look in the East and the West. It's very different with some of the teams this year than they were last year. Hell yeah. Let's talk about those Suns. <laughs> uh, we talked about the new look Warriors. Not so great. We talked about a fight that happened recently in the NBA. Um, James Harden, what's going on with that beard? He's taken out a lot of aggression on his face lately, <laughs> and we it's talk- been a really good meme. Yeah, just overall the east or the east and west are both looking very interesting right now, and definitely different than what we predicted originally. Yeah, so- it's still early, but we're seeing positive trends that we're excited about. Yeah, it's it's a good basketball's back, man, yeah, and it's a, it's always a good it. feeling. I always miss it. Yeah. Well, let's get into our cast, and we'll catch you on the flip side. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. It is episode number 87. Lucky number 87. We're very excited to come back to y'all and talk about all things life and basketball. Mm-hmm. Before we begin, merch, how are you feeling? What's your what's your LeBron, your Darko and your LeBron for this week? Oh, man. My LeBron Let's is that I've been getting get it. major deep sleep the last couple nights. Oh, man. And after I give you this muscle relaxer, you're going to be in like super deep sleep. So my, so my dark, (laughs) it's not my Darko, but on my way up here, my back got a little bit tight and Bry's offering me my first muscle relaxer in my life. It's going to be lit. Can you do that legally? Offer people prescription things? I mean, my, my, my mother has done it to people her whole life. You're now implicating your mother in a possible. Absolutely. Uh, right, Absolutely. Well, you know I what? Am. You know what I am. If you're the dabbling, dribbling crew, please keep this between us. No one likes snitches. Uh, snitches get stitches. So I am resisting the muscle relaxer right now. Is my back is on the brink of seizing up, but I think it'll be okay. I did some stretches, but I don't want to have a muscle relaxer while I'm talking to you, the people, because because you'll start slurring your words. And is that gonna happen? <laughs> I'll do that right before I go to bed. Um, no, my, you'll, you'll you'll get a really nice sleep though. Like oh, once, down. yeah. Oh, so once wait. once we finish this cast, mm-hmm. pop that in, get home, and just knock out. Yeah, and that's the other part of the LeBron that deep sleep also came during the time of the. Daylight savings time. Ooh, so I got yes. the extra hour. It was fresh. Oh, fresh. Yeah. 
My darko is that on the way to your apartment, I looked at the mirror in your elevator, mm. and I had a nose hair on fleek today. Oh, you should get you should get like a nose hair wax situation where they put wax in your nose and just rip it off. Ah, <laughs> your face. Shit. <laughs> That sounds violent, and I don't want to participate in that. I, I God, now, you're now sniffing. I, now I want you to. So you have like hot wax in your nose? Yeah, but they do it like in a way that it's not like burning, and you have. Like it's like a warm wax, and yeah, then it and then they dries. just dries. Yeah, I'll do it with you. Um, let's go. It could be an adventure. God, that looks really. I I'll go with you to do it one time. And then we'll see how it goes yeah. from there. God, you're gonna have little drippy wax things coming no, out. No, because they do it in a way where like it all comes. Okay, we'll, all right. we'll figure it out. Okay, so anyway, but that nose hair was it doing those things where it comes out on the lower rim. Oh, it was trying, and it, like, it was curls trying to say hi. It was yeah. trying to say hi. Yeah, but luckily where I'm positioned in mm. my office, people talking to me were on my good side. Uh, so got it, it wasn't got it, got it, got it, it wasn't got it, got something it. so apparent. Right. Yeah. Can I see it? Is it there or do you try No, to pull I yanked it. Oh, ow. Okay, this wax. Well, that's is what I'm saying. The wax is gonna hurt more. No, it's no, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt be a less. Million. That's because you're a boy, and boys, you just don't know anything about hair removal. You're right. Outside of shaving, maybe your chest and face mm, and balls. Thank area. you. I was gonna say that deserves a lot of credit. <laughs> I appreciate those who our do. genitalia operation yeah. is complicated. All right. And we do it well. Well, I do it well. I just want to say, like, it's not like ours isn't complicated. True, but there are, if we're going to get into this, um, you all have more smooth surface area that that has muscle underneath it. Yes, 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 yes. So it's... Because it is the strongest body part in the world. It's super flex, yeah. Just We We have loose skin. You know what I'm saying? Remember that time (laughs) that I thought... The penis was a bow. You, d- I'm glad you owned that because <laughs> you tried to play it off at the moment a little bit, like you were joking. You definitely were not joking. I was too you, old to we, be I don't remember. Yeah, that was only like a couple years ago. Really I can't was. believe. As someone who knows anatomy like on a scientific level very well boy that was hilarious you you looked at me like i was the dumbest girl that you've yes, ever she's, is she joking is she kidding she's not joking. she's not kidding she's she scared. thinks there's a bone in our penis i've just not used you know what? i'm just gonna stop it's, so just, fair. it's a small bone guy. and then it elongates to a longer bone it, and then it just contracts it's just a retractable bone <laughs> no buddy that's funny I've never seen one in my whole life. What okay. did you think erectile dysfunction was? I like don't know. a vestigial bone just like I'm goes just, up. I just thought the muscles around the bone weren't working. You're funny. God, you're hilarious. That was a great moment. Thanks for bringing that up. That's a highlight of my day. Oh my Jeez, god. What? I can't believe I admitted that. There was a boner. Well, that's what we call it boner. So I understand, but that's, you carried that but, with you but for the thing so is, long. Like, I never put that into words until mm-hmm. that conversation. I think it was like you, me, and Winston. Yeah. We were like hanging out. Mm-hmm. One of our like regular hangs. Yeah. And I was like, because I don't think I've ever actually thought that until I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's called a boner because I'm sure there's like a bone in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you both looked at me like I 
said the most stupidest like you're like you are a very smart girl yeah you are you you are are too smart you are too smart and too old (laughs) you are (laughs) to be saying this oh and i said it i thought it was a safe space but apparently it wasn't it was not a safe space that day because y'all roasted me you were just so like oh uh i think you you try but you also let in the like the the doubt that yeah maybe I was serious about that like maybe, yeah maybe I was a little serious we we um well wait we I to somewhat of your point when I was mid twenties yeah. early twenty eh, I don't know somewhere around circa twenty five uh-huh. I had the notion in my head I think that female breasts mm-hmm. already contained some degree of milk in them uh. pre pregnancy. Yes, like yes, yes, like yes, before yes. even becoming pregnant, mm-hmm. like women have these floppy things on their chest, and I know they're not muscle because you have like you have muscle like uh, what do you call them pectorals like uh-huh. we do yeah and then over that I was like it's like it's like a sack of milk fat it's mostly fat I think <laughs> but then it's also got some lactate in it. <laughs> This is what I thought. Yes. And a female friend of mine said, no, there's no milk in there until pregnancy. Because the enzymes now it's just, and the... Actually, what is... The female breast is made of, of like, tissue. Yeah, it's mostly... It's just tissue. It's, uh, it's, there is some fat, um, but it's mostly muscle and tissue. Muscle and tissue mixture. mixture well, I just yeah. want to know... It's mostly muscle and then fat. They can't all be muscle. I don't know why I keep... I'm sorry I'm touching my boobs. Yeah, you're demonstrating very <laughs> clearly. But if, if I... I don't think I that's all muscle. I feel very comfortable around you, sir. That's not all muscle. No, it's 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 there's muscle and fat. Yeah, but the muscle is the pectoral underneath. The fat is the rest of it, right? Female breast composition. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The breast They've always just been annoying to me. Is it is the tissue overlying the chest? Right. There's the tissue pectoral and muscle. muscles. Yeah. Women's breasts are made of specialized tissue uh-huh. that produces milk, glandular tissue, as well as fatty tissue. Fatty tissue and regular. So this is like nondescript tissue and fatty tissue. Yeah. The amount of fat determines the size of the breast. So the fat is what determines the size of the breast. The milk producing part of the breast is organized into 15 to 20 sections called lobes all right now we're down a, i don't need that <laughs> but um but those those tissues and things help like when you are pregnant there's mm-hmm. certain um uh hormones and stuff that go into your body mm-hmm. that will help you lactate for when you have a child okay and there are people who can lactate without having a kid and this that's is what i and of. that's not okay this is okay and that's something that's happened to me really okay and just talk so about safe just, space just, safe no, space no it's happened to me and it was like it was one of those things i was just it wasn't like i was squirting milk mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. just like like a like a discharge and yeah. i was just like whoa what is that right and that's when i realized that my pituitary gland oh, that's where that's i have my, my you... small tumor yeah um i have a small tumor that? in my pituitary gland it's called the pituitary adenoma mm. lots of people have it mm-hmm. um it's a benign tumor um and you take some medicine and it usually shrinks and that was also the cause of my migraines it was the cause of like a lot of different things do you so, not get migraines anymore uh very rarely now 
like incredibly really? rare. When I met Bryce, she used to get migraines all the time. Like every couple of days. Yeah. And I, I usually like work through it and then I would have to like take off because like it was so bad that I couldn't. And you would rarely eyes. take off, but I knew you were, you would work with them. Yeah. All the I time. would. Uh, and, and now I just get like headaches because mm-hmm. like I didn't sleep well or mm-hmm. like I didn't drink enough water mm-hmm. or something like that. Like but a normal person. Yeah. But not like. I think in the past year and a half, I've gotten maybe like two actual migraines that I was like, okay, I need to like. In 18 months? You yeah. You had like two. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but like one of the, like one of the things for a discharge in your breast, if you're not pregnant, mm-hmm. is potentially your pituitary gland overproducing hormones mm-hmm. that typically is produced when you're pregnant oh okay and so it means my hormones are all out of whack which is also in conjunction with my pcos which is polycystic ovarian syndrome which is one in which one in four women have I just put it all out there oh one in four mm-hmm. it's that high it's pretty high especially in like the that's brown, like 25 percent. yes especially in the brown community in the daisy brown community it's pretty mm. it's pretty up there too okay. um but it's, it's one of those things like PCOS, if you have that, it's hormonal things. It's your periods are really either like super long or doesn't ever show up or mm. you gain weight so easily. You can work out every single day and eat like a thousand calories or 1200 calories to, to lose weight, but you still gain weight. You have uh, hair hairiness, like, yeah. like facial hair, hair. Yeah, and things yeah. like that, which is like bearded woman, yeah, uh, those kinds of circus things. thing. Yeah. Oh. So I shared a lot of personal things about. I was going to say we're not... talking about medical charts. Um, I've had plantar fasciitis a couple times. Yeah, I've had that too. Um, <laughs> Good job, buddy. What I've, else? Tell me I've, more. I've uh, pulled my back okay, in 2014. Same, same. That was 2017 for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to one up you. Try one up me. <laughs> I have. I have seborrheic dermatitis. You don't got that. What's that? Yeah, in your face. <laughs> I have. Yeah, <laughs> you win. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a mild skin condition, uh-huh. kind of like most people who get it, it'll be around their facial features. So you know when I get those like pink cheeks, yeah, like yeah. a little pink. That's what seborrheic dermatitis is. Is that is that like rosacea or is that that people think it's rosacea? It's different. Uh-huh. So it's it it's like akin to it. Okay, but it's treated somewhat differently i okay. think so it'll come in different little consistent patches i used to remember being worried about it i'm like you need to go see a doctor <laughs> no yeah i knew what it was so i i researched it to i used to, i've gotten it for like six seven eight years i was gonna say ever since i've known you you've always had a, but it's never like it never like spreads in your face it's right. just like a spot it's it like, came huh. up it came up before i came to new york but it's uh but it happens maybe like Four times a year, mm-hmm. and it will be for one day, and then it'll go away. Huh. But it's just like little flaky pink patches yeah. on my. For me, it's like right on the bridge of my nose, and then <laughs> above my nostrils, mm-hmm. and then I have this one little persistent patch right next to my right ear. Where is my, it like uh, psoriasis, or is it like akin to psoriasis? It's in kind that way? of like psoriasis. Okay. But so if you, I researched a bunch of skin conditions to figure out which one was mine on WebMD. Then I go into a doctor as I do. Yes. And say like, should. hey, I got this thing. I got this thing. I want you to tell me what it is. Yeah. And I wait for them to tell me what I know, and then they say like, oh, I think it's seborrheic dermatitis, and I go, yep, bingo, you're the right. You're the, you're the winner today, Doc. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then, yeah, you're just like, and on your scalp, it goes a lot in your uh, oh, scalp. that's interesting. So that's where keeping my hair shorter is easier to maintain it because mm-hmm. then it can And get, you cut your own hair like a boss. Been doing it for many years. Your hair always looks good. I was like thinking about it the other day. Oh, thanks. Like even like lined up, it looks good, bud. Oh, I appreciate that. I've been working hard on that. Like, do you have like a mirror situation mm-hmm. that you use to We use the bathroom hair? mirror and then we use the hand mirror. Nice, nice. That's how I do the back. I like it takes a lot of practice i figured out how to clean out my clippers this summer nice and it was throwing off my uh liner game what's up um I like you have to a question you want to cut my hair i used to cut people's hair when i was in college why do you want to cut my hair i just want to okay uh <laughs> the way i normally cut it or differently i don't know just the same way you normally cut it it's a really it's a really intimate thing that i'm asking you I have, yeah i just i guess i guess no is my answer but that should I, be your answer but I, yeah i was testing i was like are no. you did you really yeah not, not at all but uh yeah no then you, you put the shampoos in there and you, you put some conditioner and you're fine so that's that's what i have i love it the tops you um so my um darko is that I too have been having back issues. Mm. I just feel a little tight and I'm feeling like my body is like the stress of like work and life has kind of started getting to me and it's starting to like, I'm starting to gain a little bit of weight that I like, not like I'm not, I haven't gained like 20 pounds or anything. Yeah. When you say a little bit, what do you mean? Cause I might be where you are. Like five pounds. Uh, I'm probably around three. All right. Yeah. I've, I've about five pounds. Um, you, and then also like, you know, menstrual cycle and all this. Like, everything is just Same kind of, girl. like, all yeah, over girl. the place, you know? Boys go through PMS, too. Just saying. I don't think they do, but... Um, <laughs> penis. <laughs> no, I was just saying mood swings, you know? Yeah, That's yeah a thing. I got nothing. Um, so, I'm just, like, I'm just, like, my body just feels out of whack. So, I'm, like, I, I really intentionally have been putting things, like, going to the gym, like, eating really healthy. I'm thinking about, like taking certain uh like dairy and gluten out of my because i'm feeling like mm. bloated mm-hmm. I just, it's just not a fun feeling that i've been feeling so i want to like really like look into those things what is can you describe what bloating feels like because i feel like mm. i probably have been there but i just don't know how to it just feels it. like I just feel like my stomach is expanded. Like every orifice of me is just expanded in air. And like, I just want someone to take a, take a pin and just pop me so I can just go. And not even just the fart way. Just like, you just feel just like, you feel kind of like, it's just, you feel heavy. Not Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, oh, I'm, I'm heavy as far as like, um, I'm fat heavy. You just, you Mm -hmm. just feel weighted down and you just feel wide well i've always thought about it as being inflated like a balloon yeah from but when i'm gaseous mm-hmm. i'm gaseous yeah i don't think of myself as feeling bloated mm-hmm. i just need to like go crop dust someplace <laughs> on my bike and just like oh i can still do stuff mm-hmm. i just need to let out the gas a little bit right um and sometimes but, that helps but it's just you just it's a lot of water retention Oh, really? That's what it feels like. Especially when you're like PMSing and stuff, I feel a lot of water retention. Okay. Um, In the bloatingness feeling. For me, everyone feels bloated differently, but that's like a big thing for me. uh, We don't need to get into dairy and gluten, but I hear you. No, I definitely want to do that or at least like like, decrease my uh, dependence on both of those things uh, infinitely. Okay. (laughs) Like, that's a thing. But my LeBron is that, hmm, what is my LeBron? I don't know, man. I've just been, like, as much as life has been kind of crazy, I have had 
couple of really good realizations lately about uh, just being really grateful for where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know, just like I had, a, I had a moment today where I was just really anxious at work for something, just like for right, legitimate reasons. But also I'm just like, okay, now I'm just like being anxious for no reason. And mm-hmm. the outcome of the situation was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, I'm really anxious about this meeting or I'm really anxious about this project that I'm doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> just been really, really grateful for, um, just really good people in my life that I could just like vomit all of those feelings out to without judgment, but also like realizations of just like, okay, you continue to be anxious about like these specific things, mm-hmm. name it, mm-hmm. know that you have to do some self work on it because you're being anxious and you now um, you're on the other side of it and you realize how great you did or that you actually were okay. Yeah. Um, let's be anxious about things that you really should be anxious about. God. You know what I mean? And just like, like it's just, it was one of those things I had this moment, and it was like an, an, an emotional moment in mm-hmm. the middle of Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I texted my partner, uh, and I was just like, you know, I've, I've, I had this meeting, and I'm always anxious about it, because I always just feel like I'm never good enough, mm-hmm. and like, I'm just ready for people to tell me, you fucking suck, you oh, are terrible, man. like, you know, feeling. whatever. And I'm just like, but, you know, it's in moments like this, I'm so grateful I have you, partner, or, like, mm-hmm. I have, like, my family and I have my friends that I could, like, lean on. Like, yeah, I have my work to do, and I don't expect you or sure. other people to tell me, yo, you're, you're awesome, and that's... That's like, enough. That's you don't it, need to do enough. the work, yeah. Um, but, like, and sometimes that's helpful, for sure, but it's, like, the, the onus is not on that. The onus is on me to work on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is, like... Like, I was, like, really down on myself when I saw how much I weighed. I was just like, oh, my God, how did I gain five pounds out of nowhere? Like, what happened? And I'm just like, no, be realistic. You had a crazy couple of months. Totally. And you were not good to your body. So, thus, your daily decisions give you these consequences. Yeah. Sometimes the consequences are good and sometimes they're not so good. This is not a great consequence of it. So, change your daily behavior. Um, So, it's just been a lot of, like, really good, like, like Oprah moments of, Mm -hmm. like come on girl this is you give no one else to blame but you or you have no one else to look at but you responsibility you, your response this is your responsibility how are yeah. you going to be resilient in this moment Resilience. or are you going to sit here and just be pouty um so i've had a i had a couple of like I, even today i just had this like this emotional moment and i was just like i'm grateful like i'm glad my anxiety like i debunked my anxiety in that moment but i'm mm-hmm. grateful for the support system i've created to be able to like come out of that you uh you, you listen to any self-improvement books i don't you, you reading any okay just the bible just the, <laughs> just just the good old just bible like, just the good old bible given given Bible-y. the given the people what they've asked for since 2000 <laughs> the year zero the since year the zero. Year, actually was it 300 years after it's 300 years yeah, after zero yeah. i think they, yeah. they wrote it but yeah. um the gospel since zero so yeah. Uh, no, I hear you hardcore. Right now I'm listening to Joseph Campbell, The Power of Myth. Mm-hmm. Thank you, uh, Overdrive app from... Uh, well, it's it's a free app. Yeah. You can, hey, this episode is sponsored by Overdrive. Uh, free app you can get on any phone and you can listen to or read books from your local public library. So nice. I'm subscribed to a New York public library card. So I'm listening to Joseph Campbell for free and uh, he talked about the... Being, comp- what is the 
interviewer asked him, so what is consciousness? What would you call consciousness? And oh he says... God. This is a Pete Holmes podcast? You know it, baby. <laughs> I finished uh, listening to... Can I tell you how good I feel? You will understand because oh you goodness. know... Rig Wrigley. Hold on. We just need to pause for a second. Get him to calm down. Okay, so Wrigley's a bit calm now. All right. All as, right. as I was saying, I just finished Questlove's book, Creative Quest. Okay. I recommend it. There's a lot of things in there that resonate also, with I creatives. Also, he was a very grumpy person. I've heard, well... Mm. Today from a student. Yeah. Here's the who, deal. Who, like, couldn't work with him for something he, so in he's, their company. Mm, so he's a professor at NYU. He also does a million other things. Yeah. When you listen to his book and he talks about his process... Yeah. I gleaned that yeah. from listening to him because yeah. he can be somewhat disclosing about that huh, interesting and that anyway listen to the book you can get yeah. some stuff out he reads his own book on the audiobook so oh, nice. you check I it like out that, that way like yes yeah, so anyway but on the book toward the very end yeah he he pulls out little examples here and there from different people creatives yeah. to give examples of points he's trying to make and he draws upon his own experience but at the end he goes a podcast that I listened to called You Made It Weird by Pete Holmes I was going to say like Dabbling Dribble you have got <laughs> yeah no I would have exploded thrown the I would have thrown my phone in the garbage and be like what no done done I'm famous now everyone look here um, no he was talking about Pete Holmes' podcast You Made It Weird so if you haven't listened to You Made It Weird listen to it and he specifically refers to the John Mulaney episode I love this yes. I love John Mulaney's episode he goes yeah, in on all of the things that he and John were talking about with relation to the show. Remember Mulaney, the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, both. I recommend the podcast with Mulaney on the episode, and I recommend Questlove's book. But any who's will be, I was listening to Joseph Campbell, mm-hmm. and he was talking about, they asked, what is consciousness? And he said, it's being compelled mm-hmm. by neither fear nor desire. Oh, Wow. Wow, then what are you compelled by? Being. Wow. Just being. In the present. Right. And existing as pure consciousness. Yeah. Nothing to prove. Nothing to be afraid of. It's so hard to do that because we live in a world where like it's always about proving something, mm-hmm. right? It's always about like proving something and being, you know, just like like I have to be the most successful insert measurements measurement you know mm-hmm. like it's like and so to say like to be just conscious and not i was so anxious at work mm-hmm. last week on mm, i don't know if it was thursday or tuesday one of those days i was just so never before in my yeah. life had i been that anxious before i was wound yeah and uh no i told myself similar to you i had to talk myself into this mental state of like what are you yeah what are you unsettled Why? about yeah nothing's going on there's no fear that needs to happen there's no tiger on the you know savannah and about even to if there is, you. like say that there is fear right like see that there's something is on the line how do you still cope with those things mm-hmm. like look at look at that tiger look at that line and be like okay this is gonna this, this is gonna suck maybe yeah but i'm gonna do everything in my power to overcome you know yeah and the funny thing is there was no there was no fix to it. It wasn't right. like you go online and buy something or shop for something. Right, and then be you done. Don't, yeah. Right, you don't need to go, uh, you don't need to have sex right now, you don't need to drink right now, you don't need any kind of pain reducer, you're not yeah. in pain. Yeah. You don't, there's nothing to acquire. Right. What, uh, yeah. So then you're just left there, and that's what anxiety well, I think that's, feels like. Yeah, and so it's it's interesting you say all those things, because I think, I feel like I see, find myself having a lot of like pep talks for myself. Mm-hmm. 
and it's and it's been a lot of that and i'm okay with it and i'm 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 loving the the growth that well, it, the bible it's been the bible works for you you use that for years that is your playbook uh the bible praying just like giving up my anxiety to something bigger to be because mm. i i'm a believer good or bad mm-hmm. that things happen for a reason even when things don't go my way i'm like there's a reason for that and i need to be okay with it do you want to be real petty right now do you want to be absurd do you want to we talked about this at halloween yeah, at the well, halloween party mm-hmm. we were talking about uh our privilege and where we call home mm-hmm. i'll go there you could you could piggyback if you want to i have said this to a couple close people to me, mm-hmm. you being one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out here on wax. I live in New York City because of my work yeah. uh, employment. I live where I live mm-hmm. in a very nice apartment. Yeah, we're super privileged. Big apartment. It has multiple rooms. I use one of those rooms. It's an art studio. Yep, I love do. it there. It's great. It's peaceful. It's the best space I could ever ask for. Mm-hmm. That all said... um. I would like to have a smaller place to live in. Yeah. And I know my friend said, when I told this to my friend, he said, oh, okay, good. If I see a group of homeless people oh, kicking no. you on the ground and beating you to death, I'll know that you deserved it. <laughs> so, so, but what I, I want to clarify what I mean by that. In Joseph Campbell's book, The Power of Myth, he's talking about this church bell that he went to. Well, there's a church in New York around where he worked, 57th and 5th, I think, or Madison, mm-hmm. one of those two. So he went to this church so often in this cathedral that they said, I think I've seen it. I think I know which one I'm talking about. St. Patrick's? Probably. Yeah, like St. Patrick's is super beautiful. At the time, this guy goes, you come here all the time. He's one of the the priests. He goes like, do you want to come up and ring the bell with me? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, sure. So they go up, they ring this big bronze bell. And then (laughs) in a weird turn that doesn't get weird in the book, but in my mind, because it's the 21st century, I'm like, oh, that's strange. He goes, do you want to see where I sleep? You can see my bedroom. Oh, my God. Uh, and he goes weird. like, oh, yeah, gee, father, that sounds interesting. I'm like, in the 21st century, mm-hmm. I would have been like. Nah, I'm good. I would have called NYPD right now. <laughs> um, but he goes, uh, so he goes to this guy's sleeping quarters. And in there is a window, a bed, and a desk. And That's there is, And there is like a Madonna uh, relic or whatever mm-hmm. there that he prays to is a little altar for him. Mm-hmm. That's all he needs. Yeah. He goes, this is my sanctuary. Honestly, I had a setup like that one time mm-hmm. in grad school mm-hmm. where I had just this little corner. Oh, yeah. I had a coffee table, a bed, a nightstand and a couch. Yeah. That's all I had. In addition to my bathroom, which was the size of this table. Yeah. Right here. Super small, super intimate. I mean, my first apartment in New York it. was like an intimate apartment. Yeah, you that, had a studio. Yeah, and I loved it. And, I felt so cozy. But I also love this too, and I think like there's sure. reason. And for me, I'm just like I'm not not grateful for what I have. I'm so grateful. I know so, if I ever left it, I would miss it in a heartbeat. Right. But you would miss. You would also appreciate your new adventure. Oh man, if I had a little tiny little thing, a little small little, little thing, little small little thing. Oh, that would I also, also be love fine. my space currently because. I get to host so much more and I love it's doing good for you, that. Yeah. Like that's like that's like a love language for me to just like give to people in service. You're good at that. Yeah, that's, that's like just true. I love like we had a Halloween party and like I was like I wasn't drinking or doing anything. I was You weren't drinking that whole time? Nope. You were you're such a for- well even you have a high tolerance though. So if you were yeah, drinking I, I wouldn't I drank have... like a couple of glasses in the beginning with uh, mm-hmm. one of our friends mm-hmm. and then once people started coming I was just like 
was just a hostess. Little, yeah, I was, I was hostess. You with were hostess. working. Yeah, that yeah. is one of your fortes. I'm, I'm good at that. Mm. Well, yeah. To your point about anxiety, I feel like a lot of people can relate to what we're saying. So if you're one of those people who, uh, you know, feels anxious, pent up, restless, or whatever. It's not just you. Um, I think it's the times we're living in. Yeah. I think it's more prevalent than ever. So find the thing that works for you. And that's for a lot of people, that's therapy. Go get checked. I've definitely yeah. checked in with a therapist from time to time. And then I read a lot of books that calm me down, settle me, self-improvement books that kind of give me that positive yeah. uh, boost. And then Pete Holmes, you made it weird. Just like <laughs> check in with, with Professor Pete Holmes. Check in with Professor. Yeah, for me, it's... Uh journaling therapy physical therapy like that's been like physically taking care of myself um and you know going to church and giving giving good people around me that i could just bounce off ideas and life stuff with do you ever write the same thing over and over in your journal um i haven't in a long time repeat the same kind of uh not like like a mantra kind of a thing or like well like reminders you might write it on one page and then 10 it pages later you're like i need to i know i wrote that on another page but oh, yeah. i need to write that again yeah there's a uh, the one thing that i often write repeatedly mm-hmm. is that you are enough yeah because often i don't feel enough for myself for mm-hmm. other people you know like yeah, drill it in and the one thing that we are as humans is we are really forgetful people and uh and, and we forget the good things more than we forget the bad things. God, so true. And so I can sit here and have like 23 and a half hours of a really good day. But those 30 minutes of Isn't that, that really the bad shit? day, like that 30 minutes is what I'm going to remember. Oh, not I hate the 24, it. I hate not it. Not the 23 and a half. So it's like, it's one of those things where I, I, I definitely say that a lot to myself. Like you are enough. Um, you are more than enough, mm. you know, and you don't have to change yourself for other people. There's imp- there's an importance in changing and growing to better yourself because you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but sure. I don't need to do it because someone is expect like, I'm not going to change who I am just to appease you. I'm changing who I am because I know it will make me a better person and thus a better person, a partner, a friend, mm-hmm. a, a sister, a sibling, whatever, to the people right. around me. Well, you're not comparing yourself to anyone other than the person you want to be yeah. or the person that you are. The, Which is something that I've been working on because I wasn't always thinking like that. Same. Equal. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I, I took credit for something that you told one of your RAs the other day and I felt shitty about it. So I'll tell you here. <laughs> They said uh, they. I was doing that painting workshop. Oh yeah. And yeah. I said we're not going to be hard on ourselves. We're not making masterpieces here. We're continuing our creative practice. Mm-hmm. And so practice makes progress. All right. Uh, and don't compare yourself to what I'm doing, what the person next to you is doing. Right. Um, comparison is the thief of joy. And they're like, oh, Bryce says that. I was like, I told her that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just so quick. It was. It was, was it one of my students that yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was super uh, intuitive uh, and reflexive. I was, I was like, I told her that. But then I quickly said, like, and Bob Ross told me that. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure someone told him that the Buddha says it. So I'm like, I don't know if he watches Bob Ross, but like it's a common saying that a lot of us have. But yeah, no, the comparison piece, I definitely, I hear everything you're saying resonates with me. Yeah. So that's my LeBron. That was a very deep, like darko LeBron for us. It's like 34 or five minutes of it. Man, anxiety. It ain't ain't fun. No. And like, there are people that like, there's people in my life that like, don't feel anxious about things 
And I am so jealous of them. They have a different... They're just built different. I don't... Okay. He's got his headphones on. I would ask him. Bryce pointing at someone in the room right now who is on his headphones watching something on the computer. So I would bother him too. But I don't see him doing that either. You're right. Um, but there's a... So... I can do... Here's the states where I am like that. Yeah. When... First of all, if I don't live in New York City, I'm mm-hmm. like that all the time. Yeah, because... I'm like him mm-hmm. when I don't live in this city. Yeah. When I live here, I'm pumped up with a lot of... Uh, compare... Th- you have a lot to compare yourself to. There's just so much uh, excess noise. Mm, yeah. Not, and I'm not talking about audible, but like dissonance and uh, distraction. Mm-hmm. And a lot of just, just clashing systems happening yeah. at one time. So all of that... And then also when I'm reading, mm. I can be calm. I can be still. I'm in yeah. silence. I feel really good after I come off of a good read. And making art. And if I'm in the gym or playing basketball, mm. those things. Because those are things you're really good at. You're not lying. It helps. Yeah. It helps. Um, let's run through these dabbling things, huh? Go for it. Uh, first and foremost, we want to uh, give our love and our condolences to Elijah Cummings' family. He's uh, He recently passed away, uh, former representative of Baltimore, uh, civil rights leader. Um, just want to take a moment to just honor him. Um, he's done a lot for our country. Um, and I'm super mad that uh, Cheeto was still in office before he died. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, mm. But recipes to him, um, Barack Obama said an amazingly beautiful eulogy during his funeral, which, you know, no one is shocked by because he's a pretty fantastic it's pretty orator. Eloquent. That dude's smart or something. Uh, he's he's kind of smart, so just want to put that out there. And for those of you who are in the various places in America who are able to vote, I hope you did today because there was elections happening, mostly local stuff. For us, it was like um, judges, just like judges and like more local related things, but still important to know about and vote, you know, well on. Mm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just want to mm-hmm. put it out there. I did want to ask you. Mm-hmm. There is a Popeyes near you. Yeah. And the Popeyes. Yeah. Um, chicken sandwich has yeah. permanently come back this past Sunday. You say and the, permanently? Permanently, it's back. It's so not they were up. they were floating it, piloting it before, mm-hmm. but they That's hadn't a, because they literally ran out of chicken. So they said we got to re up hardcore because these people are on. Yeah, Black Twitter fire. came and took it all. Damn. So, but the one by you actually started selling the chicken sandwiches on Saturday and not Sunday. Um, but anyway. You knew this? I knew this, but I, I was not this. around. My yeah. One of my students was like, oh, okay. this is not a drill. It's <laughs> open. And I was like, oh my God, I have to run this, more and more. <laughs> this chicken sandwich that everyone keeps talking about must have cocaine in the batter. So, I mean, I've had it. And oh, you have? I've, ha- I've had it even oh. before it was gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. What did you think? I thought it was very good. I thought it was seasoned. I also like the spicy one, so it's flavored a little bit nicer in Obviously, my opinion. Obviously, yeah. Um, but uh, some people are like, well, Chick-fil-A is better because you have that option of cheese. Because the, the only thing that you have in this sandwich is literally the sandwich, sauce, and pickles. That's all you need. I agree. Who's... 
And it's, it's a little bit more breadier than the Chick-fil-A one. I don't like that. So some people don't like that. But either way, the bread the bread gives it the flavor. When you crunch it, it with the chicken, it tastes very good. Anyway, uh, I say all of this. Can you get it without the bread? Without can the... Have, can I just have the pickle sauce and the... And the chicken? Chicken. Well, it's it's bready. Like, the chicken is breaded. I know. But I just don't want the bun. Just take, just take the bun off and eat it. All right. I mean, that's what most people do. I Most people? I mean, if they don't want bread. I was going to yeah. say, are, is everyone doing this? Um, I would rather... See, I don't like really breaded things. Like, you give might me not a like thin that. layer of bread. Yeah. Because I don't even... I haven't had fried chicken in a long time. It definitely tastes like fried chicken that, like, Grandma May made. Can we ask, real quick, mm-hmm. why Popeye's is a chicken restaurant? Why not? Wasn't Popeye a sailor? No, that's Popeye the Sailor Man. This is yeah. Popeye's. They're not the same. They use don't they use him in the branding? No. Not They've at never. All? No, it's Louis Louisiana Kitchen Popeye's. You know, sometimes you're right, it is Louis Louisiana based, but just like you thought there was a bone in a penis, I've always wow. thought that Popeye Why was the spokesperson <laughs> of Popeye's chicken. And it reminds me of the misnomer I've had where I remembered Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. as Belle checking out the same book over and over at the beginning. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've always... But she just really likes that book. She really likes that book, but I've also, in my head, created this story where Belle likes to write her own story. Mm-hmm. So the book is actually a blank book where the pages have nothing on them. And so in my mind, she was running around with this blank book talking about like the story like she's making it up. So it's so fascinating and interesting. And so I've built the case that I thought... Belle was illiterate mm-hmm. and people were like dude there's a story in that book I was like no look again watch it again there's no, those pages are blank I rewatched it on YouTube there's definitely a story in that book yes there's definitely a story in that book <laughs> so maybe I she literally sings about remember oh like this is my favorite part because you see this is where she meets Prince Charming that's so the, part of the song yeah the lesson I learned from <laughs> Beauty and the Beast and Popeye's chicken. I feel like you're going to hit me with that. Sorry. I have a, a, back, <laughs> a back scratcher that I'm using to make emphatic points. Um, what I'm learning is that uh, the human brain can misremember things. Yeah. Or just, just miss no things, period. Yeah. Like there's a bone in the penis. <laughs> funny consciousness. Um, so the reason why I brought up Popeye's is because apparently it's so amazing that people are getting stabbed because of it what so apparently the police a police uh police say uh from maryland a maryland man was stabbed to death after an argument over a popeye's chicken sandwich i will say that the lines do get long and people get impatient one of my friends recently went to the popeye's and he was kind of closer to the front of the line and this big mma fighter like going to the olympics mma fighter just rolls up to the front of the line mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, can I cut you? I will, and I will pay for whatever you like, whatever you were going to order. I'll pay for it too." Like people be jaw, wanting. My jaw is dropped right now because mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say also, "Hey, can I cut you with this knife that I have <laughs> with me right now? Can I cut you in line?" Right. Um, because the line was very long. It was like it wasn't out the door yet, but it was mm-hmm. like it was pre- it was pretty far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, so my understanding is a 28-year-old man was stabbed in the parking lot um, and... Not by the MMA fighter. No, this is, by some, this is a different situation. Okay. Um, 
because someone cut in line in order to order the Popeye's popular spicy chicken sandwich. So just be patient, people. Like, I'm not going to eat this sandwich. This, like I, everyone, people like you that mm-hmm, I know are mm-hmm. like, I'll wait till the hype is over. No, because it, it's, if it's not going away any, anytime soon, I'll wait till everybody like I will stops. So wait, being weird about it. I don't buy shoes at regular price. I don't buy anything at regular price. This sandwich can wait <laughs> till the hype. I mean, you still down. have you didn't watch Elf until I made you Elf and Frozen on the same day. Remember? You, you say that like those are going into the. The vault of iconic films. I mean, they're not history. not iconic. They're pretty. They're pretty important films. They're important for you because you don't watch films. Wow. <laughs> wow. In my own home, it'd be your own like, people. What did you think of Elf? You're like, oh, it was so good. It was amazing. What did you think of The Godfather? I've never seen it. Okay, first of all, I've definitely seen The Godfather. Okay. I've seen all three, and the third one was trash. You, you think Space Jam is top three all time? I'm sorry. Fix your language and your tone. It's top five. Fix your tone. <laughs> um, um, that's that's unfortunate that this chicken has driven people to mania. But I mean, but it's, if it's, that's what it's come to, then it's one of those things where I'm just like, it's the, just chicken, guys. Like, let's be cool. Like, this is let's mm, be real. You want to know it. how I know the rapture's coming? <laughs> how do you know? Because people are killing themselves for, for Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Chicken sandwich. <laughs> yep. It's so dumb. The last um, thing I wanted yeah. to bring up is kind of dabbling into our dribbling section, okay. but uh, LeBron recently announced yeah, yeah. the I Promise School, which he opened last year. Yeah, for the for kids in the Akron area. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that he's going to expand it. So they uh, so, what? So the I Promise School, they also do like lunches and after school things for the students that are in the school and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what he and his company and his group is going to be doing, they partnered with an Akron um, company, um, bought some land, um, and bought an old like historic apartment complex kind of situation and is rebuilding it to make it a, a transition home for students and their families who need it. Cause a lot of their students are coming from like very, um, like, they're in transition, right? They're either in shelters or they're living, you know, in between houses or, you know, those kinds of, like, they're in between homes and things like that. Um, so he's expanding it to call it the I Promise Village, a village for students and their families as a transition space if they need it before they get something more permanent um, as a space for the community. This man, LeBron James, LeBronathan, just continuing to put into his community and not just take from it which and he was saying that like this is something that he saw growing up right he saw friends of his who were dealing with homelessness and hunger and all these different things because their parents couldn't afford rent or food or whatever so he saw it growing up and he wanted to find a solution for his community and he did it i can't believe he gets he's Players have said it, but to have all the money you get for playing the game of basketball mm-hmm. is great. But what you can do with that money is incredible. Yeah. The if amount you, of if money you do for it you. And if you invest properly, if mm-hmm. you... And that's the thing. Like, we have not heard anything so far, and I hope we never have to, of LeBron not paying his taxes. Not, you know... I'm sure he has, like, some fancy things at home and, like, those... Like, he's making money. Like enjoy that but he's definitely putting forth 
more for the community and you know community and like society at large than than most people have in his in his uh in his tenure i wonder if he's eating the popeye sandwich i'm sure he has He's definitely eating some taco, taco Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. We Tuesday get today. Well, where are we going? I don't know. Taco Schmell. We can go to Taco Schmell, or we can go to a ta- the taco spot by us. There's a couple of taco spots. Okay, by us. that's fine. Um, I will say Taco Bell. Uh-huh. BT Dubs. Uh-huh. Remodeling. Hot take. Remodeling so many of their Taco Bells. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been in one recently. I haven't. I went to one with some friends who came in town mm, a month ago. Yeah. And they are from your motherland. Okay, okay, okay. And they just got Mexican food in India. And so they were saying that Mexican food is just catching on in India and they mm-hmm. wanted to come here and go to a Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't ever say Mexican food and Taco Bell in the same damn <laughs> sentence in this country. You're new here, so I don't want anything to happen to yeah, you. Yeah, you're like, you're going, to, you're going to get killed. Yeah, someone will hurt you if you do that. So, But I will take you to a Taco Bell. And we went, and not to be weird, so I was like, okay, I'll order some tacos. I haven't had Taco Bell in at least four years. Yeah. Um, the interiors, like... One of the finer restaurant decor you've seen, huh. and they are now expanding to tequila and drinks because um, they want that to be the new right. cantina. Yeah, 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 it's called Taco Bell Cantina. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. because of the alcohol. Yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. Liquor, so you can go there now and get your tacos, and you can get your. Usually, you get Taco Bell because you are drunk. Exactly, anyway. <laughs> exactly my point. They have figured out we sell drunk food. And if we just provide the alcohol, then they will have everything here. Everything is here. Yep. And so I had some tacos and I had a chalupa. Mm. I gotta tell you, I wasn't mad about it. Did you uh, have the shits later? Can I tell you about my experience on the toilet? Um, <laughs> wow. Um, I felt bloated. <laughs> I felt gaseous. That is what it feels like. Wow. Okay. This is it. Wow. I feel like I've just been lit up by a thousand um, (laughs) hot salsa balloons of just. Oh, they added they added new sauces on their menu. Also, I should say. I love it. So it's very interesting. But um, yeah, Taco Beasy. We can go there afterwards. Taco Tuesday. Hell yeah. Um, cool. But LeBron killing it as per usual. It's dynamite. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some? other things like basketball uh, related basketball let's do it yeah. oops what up folks it is now time for our second segment which is the dribbling section uh where we talk about all things basketball specifically the nba um we are well into the season well, not well into it. We're into the season. Yeah. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, and why don't we talk about standings, Merch? What's the what's sure. the standings looking like? Let's start with that Eastern Conference. Oh, we got oh. the Miami Heat. <laughs> why did you say Eastern Conference, the, sir? The, do you really want to know why? Nah, I don't. I know why. I just I wanted to be an asshole. Continue. The top the top two teams in the East with a five and one record: Miami Heat and Philadelphia 76ers. Okay, okay. Still okay. early. It's still early, but. I didn't expect Miami to be number one. Neither did. Neither really? of us yeah, did. So they're showing out with some stars. I looked at their roster today. Mm, we'll talk I mean, about that. Some some Butler action helps. We'll talk about that. You know there's what I'm some, saying? There's some stuff to talk about. The the Boston Celtics after that. Milwaukee Bucks. All these teams are kind of in contention right now. Yeah. Toronto, Charlotte, Indiana, Brooklyn. These are the ones in the mix. 
the uh, the denigres, the, the denizens, the dilettantes, the delinquents. The Bulls are second from the bottom. Woohoo! Not last. That would be the New York Knicks. Hey, are we shocked? Who are one and six? Congratulations Ooh. on your win. Oh, jeez, um, Louise. They suck. Uh, okay. Western Conference. Western Conference in the top spot with an eighty-three percent win percentage. The Los Angeles Lakers. Okay, okay, okay. In the second place, tied for second, we have two teams with a five and two record. Do you want to guess who those two teams are? The Clippers yep. and. It's shaking up a lot, I know. It's kind of hard. Denver? No. No, Jazz? No. Houston? No. Portland? No, No. it can't be Portland. It's not the Warriors. No. Sacramento? No. Who am I missing? The Phoenix Suns. Shut up. Am I really that disconnected? I kid you not. No, I didn't know before I looked today. Oh my god! If you had told me today that the Phoenix Suns have a seventy-one percent win percentage, I, I would have said I would have laughed at you. This is not nineteen ninety-three. Yeah. This, yeah. This Phoenix Suns. Well, well, okay. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, in fourth place, we have the Dallas Mavericks and the Minnesota Timberwolves tied for fourth. Not mad. Not mad. Go ahead. Uh, the Denver Nuggets are now hanging out. Actually, no. Sorry. Tied for fourth. The Denver Nuggets, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Dallas Mavericks. The San Antonio Spurs all tied right now with a four and two, and then Houston Rockets four and three. Utah Jazz and Portland Trail Blazers, if the playoffs started today, would not be in the playoffs. Yeah, they don't look great. The Golden State Warriors look even worse. Yo. They're two and five. Can we talk about that for sure. a second? So, the Warriors have some injuries on them. Mm-hmm. Draymond has some injury. I forget what it was. Right. Bruce so, Ego or something. No, he actually has an injury. A groin? Is it groin? Or I don't is it know. knee? I don't know. It's some injury. And then um, Clay is out for the foreseeable future. Right. Um, for his injury. Mm-hmm. And then recently, so the only player that they had, like their notable player that they have, is Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. And he broke his hand. So now he's out. Yep. His non shooting hand. His non shooting hand, but still important to have that hand. Watch, he'll come back and now he can shoot threes left handed. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Dang. It's going to be a problem. Um, so literally, I watched a game. So they have like 23 nationally televised games mm-hmm. scheduled. That's not going to be good. And the Sixers have like two. The Sixers and the Sun have like two, I think. This is. They need to revise the schedule. Yeah. They will. Yeah, I hope like, they we're gonna, do. We're going to change some stuff. Yeah, they, they probably need to, considering the league has changed quite a bit since right. Kawhi decided to shake things up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching a game and I'm like, yo, am I watching a G League game? Yeah. Like, it, or no, not even that. Am I watching like a Pee Wee, mm-hmm. like, basketball team? Like, JV mm-hmm. girls basketball at this point? Yikes. Like, it was. Turnovers, just air balls to the point where I was like, This looks ugly. Yeah. It's not a good look, Golden State. Yikes. Uh, someone posted something on Instagram recently that said, These are the last, here's a snapshot of the last six games for the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. First game of these past six mm-hmm. Kevin Durant tears his Achilles. Yep. Game two, Clay Thompson tears his ACL. Yep. Game three, they lose to the Clippers by 19. Uh-huh. And then the next game, they lose to the Timberwolves by like 28. Mm-hmm. 
Then the next game they win. And then the next game, Steph Curry breaks his hand. Yeah. These are your last six games. Oh, ouch. Yeah. That's not good. So they don't really have any, like, noteworthy players. No, they're like done. They, they, like they've had. The so. Warriors are done for this season. Yeah. Steph Curry is going to sit out at least three months with his hand. But when yeah. he comes back, they showed the starting roster for the Warriors the other night with mm-hmm. Draymond being injured and Steph being out. Yeah. I did not recognize a single name on their roster. They're like, it's a bunch of people. Your starting five people are not... Most of them were not on the team last year. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like when Michael and the whole Bulls broke up. Yeah. And the next year you had... I don't even remember. I don't even remember who was on that Bulls team. I don't know. Who Everybody left. It was like Pippen, and that was better. No, he wasn't there. Are you talking about the second time around? Second time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one 98, was 98, 99, yeah. yeah. No one was there. Yeah, so that's kind of what it feels like with Golden State. So it's interesting, but uh, yeah, that's where they, they're done. And what's the what are the what do we want to talk about standings for uh, Joel and Cat mm-hmm. Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns? Yes, there was a fight. Yeah, what happened from your vantage point? So I don't know all the details. What I do know is that someone was going up for a layup, or was it a uh, like in the rebound to? the offense. I don't know what it was. If something was happening and words were exchanged and then arms started swinging. Arms started swinging and Joel being Joel as he is, like just walks kind of walks away for a little bit mm-hmm. and continues talking and trolling as mm-hmm. and talking smack as he does. Um while he's doing that, I saw uh Simmons, Ben Simmons basically choke holding cat yeah like on the ground yeah he looked like he was trying to make peace but he also looked like he was choke holding him think, like I, really aggressively i think both things are true yeah i think I, I i agree i think he was trying to stop but then he was like i'm here right now i'm so also I'm, like in a position where i could choke hold yeah you right so i'm now. gonna do it this feels kind of good but yeah, i know just, hey don't fight yeah don't fight guys i'm just choke holding you <sighs> ah Ma- but if you fragility. touch my teammate, I will kill you. Yeah, yeah. male fragility at its finest. Um, I know they've had some, you know, tit for tat conversations, um, Instagram DMs and DL, you know, low key jabs at each other. Mm-hmm. But it's a bunch of boys, you know, locker room talk shit, I guess. Yeah, I don't care. I think Ben Simmons should be fined or no, like, I think so suspended. Too. Whatever you want to do. Because I believe the 76ers are like, no, he was tr- he was trying to be a peacemaker. And it's just like, no, he clearly had him on a headlock. Yeah, that's not it. They gave Joel and Cat both two-game suspensions. Yeah. And then for Ben, I don't know what he got. They're, still, they're, they're arguing whatever suspension or whatever like thing with yeah, him. But whatever. I'm like, just take it. Just you guys are fine. Day. Yeah, stop that. Um, so but, you anyway, know, boys, boys being boys. Well, it's I guess. nice to see both Joel and Cat are having two really good years yeah, for, for for centers. Sure. They hey fight. I think it's great for the league. I think having it two rivals, yeah. it definitely makes it interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, but I think there's there's one thing to keep it like on the court, like jabs at each other, talking smack, talking shit, like getting in each other's head on the court Mm -hmm. but now it's bleeding onto social media it's bleeding onto outside of the court yeah where it just doesn't like that's not that is not a good look in my opinion as a competitor myself and who appreciates that i think that's something that i'm always like 
hesitant to condone. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's always just like what we're condoning then is just like this very toxic, masculine energy that is unnecessary. There's, there's, I understand it on the court, like wanting to get in your competitor's head and like ice them out and all those things. Mm-hmm. But when it starts, when you start insulting each other in a way that is demeaning, that's, you know, that's not okay. Mm, a la Kevin Garnett telling Carmelo that his wife tasted like Honey Nut Cheerios. Yep. Which, by the way, is too sweet for my palate. It <laughs> really hurts my jaw how much sugar's in that cereal. <laughs> Surprisingly so. Mm, mm, mm. I'm a regular Cheerios kind of person. I'm a Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerio mix person. I think that's probably the happy medium yeah, that we've been striving for. Yeah, it's currently the thing that's in my, in my Honey Nut Cheerios Cheerio mix right now. Oh, you put that in the little plastic? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it. you're doing? I oh, it. that's good. Yeah. I like, I am a fan of that. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So the Sixers are still doing well. And so and is the Heat. the Heat are, top, yeah, the Heat are just a little bit ahead of them in, in the top bracket. Or no, sorry. The Heat and the Sixers are tied together. Yeah. Um, this Heat team... Tell me, tell me more, sir. Uh, the balance. Okay, so right now, if I were to ask you how many of their players do you think are averaging double digits in scoring, how many would you say on their team? Three. One, two, three. You're still counting. Eight. Holy shit. They have eight players averaging double figures. Oh, wow. How many of them do you think are averaging more than 20 points? Three. Zero. Oh, wow. That tells you everything you need to know about this that team. That is a well-balanced team. Wow. This reminds me of... A team that is working like a team. This reminds me of the Spurs. Yeah, And there's, there's two kinds of coaches. There's Spolstra and Popovich. Yeah. You come into it because there's a system. Yeah. You got to get in and fit in right. to a culture. Yeah. And so, yeah, Eric Spolstra is running his ship. It I mean, was good. under the guise of uh, what's Pat, Riley. Pat Riley, who yeah, is like no, who's no chump of a, a coach and front mm-hmm. office man. So I read a stat today. Uh-huh. The, I'm sorry. I'm still like shocked by that eight of them yeah. are doing double digits and all under 20 points. Uh-huh. The one who's leading right now with 19.5 points a game is Kendrick Nunn the hell he is an undrafted rookie the hell right and not jimmy butler no yo i don't understand how and so and so, how? And so they're how they're, sway tell me they're five and one with no, this kind of record i'm just saying like that if mm-hmm. they that is a that's nuts that is a a system that it is a team that is trusting each other uh-huh. to do what they're expected to do that sh- t- show, tells me that there aren't any ball hogs. Yeah. That there is, you know, no ISO ball happening. Well, you've seen some of these guys pop off for like 20 plus point nights, like Kendrick and. Um, sure, not Ty- saying that they shouldn't. Tyler Hero yeah. and Jimmy Butler. But then the next night they'll have less points and somebody right. else will step up. Right. It's just. There's a balance. It's really interesting. And so, uh, Kendrick, I read this today, is now. No Miami Heat player mm-hmm. has scored more points in their first five games with the Heat than Kendrick Nunn. Oh. That includes a rookie, Dwayne Wade, I was say, and like, a LeBron James who came on at the prime of his career. I mean, that's saying something. 
might want to look out south beach you got some new stars i mean they they even had like really big years these past couple of years so this might be the year that they make it to the playoffs in a strong way in the eastern conference they can definitely make the playoffs yeah will they go far time will tell honestly never say never we never thought toronto was gonna win chip well yeah but Kawhi was there i mean well jimmy kind of functions in that way but I think more so Jimmy, I, Jimmy brings an experience that that team is currently lacking as yes. far as players are concerned. Yeah, like a hard like nose. knows, like yeah. like the front office knows what that feels like. He's but a vet. Team, like the vet the vetness is gonna be helpful. I would liken this team by the looks of it more to uh a San Antonio Spurs or do you remember that Orlando Magic team that had no stars before Tracy McGrady? Yeah, yeah. And they went to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. It's like, whoa, your best player is um Daryl Armstrong. Who's that? What? <laughs> so yeah, I would say, yeah. but yeah, Jimmy's gonna be there all the time. But this Kendrick Nunn, he's a rookie. I'm not mad. You're a rook. Go ahead, go ahead, I'm... young blood. <laughs> um, let's talk about yo. So the Rockets. Mm. So they're struggling. They don't look great. They don't uh, look great. Well, and there's growing pains with well, new teammates and such. Well, I think... Do you see their most recent game and what the first quarter score was? No, I didn't. It was like 14 to 43 or something like that against the Suns. Okay, well, if we learned anything, that, that Suns team is a new look Suns team. Yeah, it's, so looking, it's, looking, it's looking spicy. But then also, uh, no good defense like a great offense? No? No good offense like a good... No, it's just bad. No, they don't. Play. It was to a point where, like, so you weren't playing defense; that like you were just giving the ball to the their, other team. Their whole system forever has been. I mean, that our is a, offense is our defense. D'Antoni. D'Antoni. That's a D'Antoni system, though. He's like, we just need to score more points than them. We don't care about defense. Right. Well, if you're not hitting, and you're not playing defense, that's what you get. Forty-three yeah. to fourteen. Yeah. So it was something obnoxious like that. I remember looking at the box scores and being like. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. That was that's pretty bad. Here's here's something that says a lot. They had a game against the Wizards. Uh-huh. Did you see that score? Uh-uh. It was 159 to 158. Yes. Yes, I did see that. And I think I sent it to him like so no one was playing defense? No one. So this was a All-Star game? It was an All-Star game. It was an All-Star game cuz you don't See 150 points unless uh-uh. it's an all-star game where people are literally just it's like pickup ball. You it's just fun. don't don't get in anyone's way. Yeah. So yeah, they just let people score both ways. Right. And the Wizards are terrible. So like you only squeaked out a one point win by them. And also, we knew James Harden also, and Russell really West is snoring so loud right he now. He is. You can pick it up on audio. <laughs> I know it's in there. So Harden and Westbrook. Yeah were the two highest usage players last year. Yeah. Of that 159 points they scored, they scored or assisted on 106 of them. So it was like two on five? Yeah. It was like, essentially. They were doing so much work uh, on the court at all times. You saw James Harden. uh, Oh, this stat. This is going to be a problem. Okay, tell me. James Harden. Uh Uh-huh. In terms of, you know how he shoots threes? You know what I'm saying? Shoots some threes here and there. Missing at least 14 threes in a game. Mm -hmm. 14 threes. So think about how many players you know who even shoot 14 threes. Yeah. 
This guy misses 14 threes, mm-hmm. has missed them, has had seven games yeah. this year. This year, seven games where he's missed 14. Uh-huh. The entire NBA has had five. So what are we doing here, boys? Um, I think what, what are we doing? What here? it's telling me is James Harden is that one trick pony. Mm-hmm. He can only do certain things. And if things. he doesn't have anything else, yep. it's going to, yeah, and it shows. And he's going for his third straight scoring title. I, I just, know that's what he's trying to do. And I get it. He's averaging 35 points a game. He's the number one leading scorer in the league this year. But at what cost if your exactly. efficiency is so terrible? Exactly. It's like actual garbage. This is not. By the way, my Bulls are, um, are, are beating the Lakers 85-70 in the third quarter so far. 15-point lead. There's a lot of basketball left. I just wanted to. Yeah, Anthony Davis isn't going to let that happen. Yeah, I'm, Can, just, I'm just letting you know that I'm just really proud of my Bulls right now. That they're showing up. Okay. Barely, but showing up. Yeah, hey, you're right. You're you right. know? I appreciate, I appreciate it. Give him, give him props. Uh, when but I think about leaders, yes, I don't think of Harden or Westbrook. You know, I was thinking that the other day. They're fun. Mm-mm, that's disregard. Westbrook is a fun player for me to watch play. Mm-hmm. I enjoy watching him play. There's, there's theatrics to it. I, it's fun to watch. He has personality. He works hard. Works hard. Well, he has personality. Like a junkyard dog. Say more. Russell Westbrook has no sense of humor. No, he just takes himself way too seriously. Yeah. Um, but I find that like endearingly and funny. Like I, I just I enjoy it. It's not something I want to watch every day, but like I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get the shtick. Right. I get it. Yeah. Harden is not fun to watch at all. No, no, no. He is so boring to watch. He. It's painful. It's. He barely runs it to the other side of the court. To do anything to play defense, it's boring. And he does his jump back three that his step jump back three step back three that he barely makes now apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and he because, does because yeah. the efficiency is not good. He does layups now and layups. I mean, he's done it before, but he's, no, he does he's definitely he's never dunked. Yeah, which is interesting. You never see him dunk again. Layups not, it's, and it's not interesting, but I also don't see the both of them being leaders. Together or separately. Right. You know? So it's just a very strange... Like, the Rockets team is really strange to me. Because even when CP3 was there, when Chris Paul was at the Rockets, at least if Harden wasn't being a leader, at least he could rely on Chris Paul to do those leader things mm-hmm. that he's not able to do. Man, uh... Yeah, I I think it's going to be a down year for the Rockets, and I would I do think, if I'm correct, man, James Harden is averaging thirty six point six points. Godly. But at what's his efficiency? That's the thing. Like if his like if his field point is his field uh field goal um percentage, percentage is garbage. The, that 35 like you're if you're not an efficient player on the court you're just tiring your arm out um his field goal percentage is uh 38 percent it's not great that's not good no it's bad it's actually um, quite terrible and then but russell mm-hmm. is still averaging his triple double almost he's averaging 9.8 rebounds and 9.2 assists and 21 points this man Will not stop. So the two of them he together. Has one goal. The two of them together are saying, 
I'm going to get my three, my, you know, record of triple doubles, and you're going to get your scoring title. Oh, and we're also going to win too. Yeah. Mm, something's going to give. Yeah. If, Weird. If if James Harden could have nine less points. Yeah. 25 points a game. If you could just do 25 mm-hmm. and Russell could come down to 27 and 7, this whole team would be better off. Yep. That's only if they're playing defense. I don't know. All right. It is what it is. But Harden did hit himself with the face with the ball, though. It's been an awesome meme because he hit himself with a ball and that, I forget his name. The player who like makes that face to him when he when it Josh happened. Hart. Josh Hart, because he also imitated it again. He imitated it mm-hmm. like a couple of games later, mm-hmm. where he like bounces the ball but made pretended that it hit his face, and he mm-hmm. just goes like he just like jerks his head backwards. Wait, Harden did that? No, Josh or Hart. Josh did. Hart. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just shows like he's just frustrated, you know, because sure. they're not doing as well as they want, they need to or want to. But we'll see. We yeah. shall see. And that's pretty much it. I was just going to say LBJ mm-hmm. and Anthony Davis have won five straight games with the Lakers. We'll see how they do with this Bulls team that are giving them trouble tonight. We'll see. But, uh, yeah. I'm not Go I'm Lakers. not holding my breath because my Bulls are, are known to do well the first three quarters and choke on the fourth. I know. I'm so, waiting. So, you know, I'm still hopeful. I'm I think still LeBron hopeful. and AD know that too. Yeah. Like, we'll... Uh, We'll let you do it. I mean, LeBron is is beautiful on the in the fourth quarter. He just like mm-hmm. he becomes he's LeBron mm-hmm. one to three, and then the fourth quarter comes and he just like LeBronathans. Yep. You know, like it just LeBronathan comes out and it's just like I love that dude. It's just a lot of things happening. He's so fun. It really um, is. Yeah. I love it, man. Basketball is back and it's quite quite lovely. I'm I'm here for it. And. Between basketball and football, I'm a pretty happy camper. Yeah, I'm tired of football. But I know you are, but yeah. I've, I've been enjoying it uh, with my with my with my man uh, friend lately. So it's been good. Yeah, just touchdowns. Touchdowns and dances of touchdowns. What? Oh, them doing touchdown <laughs> dances. I thought you were talking about cheerleaders. I was like, who cares? <laughs> they're they're athletes too. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. They only do the home games also. Yeah. It's eight a year. Yeah. Well, why don't we talk about some dope people? All right, cool. Let's do it. All right, folks, it is our final segment of the cast, and it is our dope person or persons, people, humans of the week. So I believe it's my turn to go first. Mm-hmm. So I will start it up with my dope person, who is none other than Luka Donick of the Dallas Mavericks. Doncic. Is it? Is it? Oh, it is Doncic. Yeah. Why do I say? Okay. That He's was, Serbian. That's right. I should have done better than that. It's all good. Well, he's my dope person. Why? Because, one, he's just been doing really great as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been very impressed with his uh, just overall playerness. And those around him, some greats have also appreciated his uh, skill. Yeah. Some greats like uh, a LeBronathan James oh, cool. have stated, yo, you're the future of this league kind of a thing. That's not That's not the... It's not some like random compliment to give somebody. That's a it's a big compliment to give from from a big man. 
Mm. If you didn't know, during his rookie season, he just had an incredibly fantastic rookie season last year uh, where he averaged about 21.2 points, 7.8 rebounds, 6 assists. um, And Doncic, like, that's not even, like, giving his rookie season justice because, you know, he was doing, putting up 24 double-double performances in 72 games. Like, he was, Mm. he was, he was performing as a rookie. Um, And so with kind of the transition that the Mavericks were kind of having with Dirk Nowitzki kind of finishing off his final 20th season of the of the league an illustrious career uh, incredibly illustrious very uh very uh worthy uh noteworthy career i think mavs fans were like yo what's what's our team gonna look like so this porzingis um this porzingis and um say his last name for me so i don't F it up. Porzingis? No, Porzingis. Oh, oh and Doncic. Doncic. Thank you. Doncic's uh, era is coming to, to life, and the Mavs are doing pretty well with them as a team. Um, and so, for and the thing about uh, him that I really appreciate, Luca, is that he is incredibly humble about his, um, his uh, prowess his athletic prowess. Um, and I appreciate that. Well, he's humble, but he all, he knows he's good, but he also gives his love and respect for those before him, like the Kobe's and the LeBron's and, you know, for making him mm-hmm. like, cause these are people that he looked up to his whole life. He looked up to his whole life of like LeBron and he got to play and hang out with LeBron this past couple, sure. like, couple of games. So he's my dope person for, you know, working hard, showing, showing what he's got and, um, making it happen in Dallas. He is damn near averaging a triple-double. Yeah, damn near. 26 points a game, 9-9. Yeah. and nine. Yep. Almost 10. Almost, almost 10. Uh, yeah, he's going to be a problem for he's, a lot of people. He is. And the Mavs haven't really been to the playoffs in a minute. Mm-hmm. And with his leader, I don't know if they'll make it this year, but in a couple of years, I could see them, even maybe next year, they could potentially do some big things. Which is going to be exciting. And once Porzingis is back up and running, they will be in a... Actually, no, Porzingis has been playing. So they're going to, it's going to, they're going to be great. Because they played... Their first game was with uh, the Wizards, I believe. And they smoked him. Mm. Um, in a, in, like, as kind of to be expected because it's the Wizards. But, sure. um, but yeah. They're, it's going to be... He's going to be a problem for the for the league. He's, he's a fun dude. He has a really cool tattoo in his arm that I really like. I don't know. It's like constellations and planets, right? Yeah, I mean... I just want to know what it means. Yeah. It's it means of, something to him, so I'm, I'm cool with that. Space rocks. Yeah, so he's my he's my dope person. That's cool. Short and sweet. Nice. What about you, sir? Uh, well, I am also highlighting a... Well, Luke is a shooting guard. I guess Jimmy Butler is a small forward now. Jimmy? Jimmy Butler is my dope person of the week because he is a now father. What? Jimmy Butler is now the father of, her name is Riley, bouncing baby girl. And so he just gave birth. He missed the first three. He gave birth? Sorry. Well, his. his, (laughs) I was like, what did he do? His wife gave birth. Girlfriend, wife, is partner. Is girlfriend? Human friend I'm of the opposite sex. For, you know, in this article, it doesn't say. He's probably very private about all that. Yeah, Fair his enough. human friend of the opposite sex gave sure. birth. So Riley was born, um, and so he missed his first three games. Good because for him. of uh, he was there with his partner to see the birth of their child. And so he said, I'm fortunate to have a baby girl now. 
And that baby girl's gonna whoop him into shape. Yeah, he said. As hell. girls do. They asked him like, "Are you seeing things differently now because you're a father?" And he said, "Hell, I started looking at life different a long time ago, but I definitely look at it a lot differently now. I feel like every time I leave the house, every time I hop in. Ooh, sorry, y'all. Sorry, every time I leave the house, every time I hop in the car, every time I do anything, I feel like I got to make it home. I look forward to having that." feeling for the rest of my life hmm. so now he has a new purpose on life uh yeah wow congratulations yeah. congrats on being i had a dad. no idea that he was gonna, i mean he's he is a pretty private mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. and so it's i'm not surprised by that but new dad but new dad and like new dad to not to like gender this but new dad to you know a baby girl like that can that can definitely be a um a daunting thing why because girls aren't treated the best sometimes in our society. And I think guys know that. <laughs> Do they? Do when we? They, when they become dads to girls, they're oh, like, ah, okay. oh, damn it. <laughs> well, he's, she's going to play basketball. That much we know. Oh, of course. Of course. That makes sense to me. All right. All right. Cool. Dope people, bud. All right. I feel good about our cast. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Awesome. Well, this is that was everything. Short and sweet cast, which I'm which I always love. Mm-hmm. Folks, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms and listening to us and subscribe to us in all of the places that you listen to podcasts because mm-hmm. we're literally everywhere. We're everywhere now. We are everywhere. Look out. So make sure you check us out. Any last final words of wisdom for the good of the order? If you have a Popeye's chicken sandwich with you, just be careful. Watch your back. <laughs> we want you to be safe out there. So don't tell your friends. Don't tell your family. Just, just keep it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. Eat it in private. Amen to that. Be safe. <laughs> be safe. I, okay. But wise words from a wise man. All right, folks. Be dope, and we'll catch you later. See ya. See ya.